0: Welcome to the Franchise Tag Podcast with me, your host, Freddie Hall. Thank you, Andrew. Thank you, Adam. Thank you, Johnny. What are you doing, San Francisco? You could have just waited 10 more seconds and we would have been live. We would have had a live reaction, but we're going to start straight away. We're going to hit the blocks. We're going to hit it out running. Trade deadline day, loads of things going on. The San Francisco 49ers have just literally 10, 30 seconds ago, traded for Chase Young, defensive end of the Washington Commanders. The second defensive end today for the commanders to leave them. We're going to be talking about a load of it. We're going to be talking about other things from the games this Sunday. Immediate reactions. Adam, I'm going to go to you straight away. I'm sorry. We, we, I cheered so much and was like, whoa, before we started recording. I'm on a high here. I mean, that's incredible by the Niners.
1: Yeah, it's pretty good, isn't it? <laughs> I'm just man, don't say it down, like huh? that. i <laughs> my defunct my hype. Come on, man. Get on bring the train. It down, huh? No, really. The, the 49ers needed help. Um, so really good trade for them and Washington I mean I don't know if you want me to mention another trade that's happened yet or whether you want that to wait and we can talk about that later but um, obviously Washington are doing too well to they've got to get Caleb Williams and so they are in full tank mode that's what we like to see
0: well, if Sky was on the pod tonight, he would not be letting you <laughs> to use with the T-word. Nor Johnny, but Johnny hates the T-word as well. Um, Johnny, uh, I mean, we've said that the 49ers, I mean, last week we said they lack depth, um, though they're a very good team. They're starting to look a little, uh, I can't that, tired, uh, a bit lethargic in certain places. I mean, what does this do for their defensive line?
2: Yeah, huge addition. Chase Young, obviously, we know the talents. It's just been, you know, the injury concerns that he's had in in Washington since coming out of college. I can't wait to see him in in um, in front uh, San Francisco with with Nick Bosa alongside. I think you know the 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 defense this year has been a, a real problem for uh, for the Niners. Uh, you know, looking at the uh, the game against the Bengals and, and the previous two losses, they just weren't able to get pressure to the the quarterback. I'm not sure if that was, you know. is it, Something to do with the play calling. Obviously, D'Amico Ryan's has moved on, and you, we know how well regarded he was. But I think you know, number one, you have to have the the, the players on the on on the roster. Um, and yeah, I think adding someone like Young gives them a, a, a real boost to, to, to get back into, uh, you know, the, the, um, the top tier, as I say, of, um, of NFL defenses. Um, yeah, I expected them to make to make a, a big play. I'm not sure as expecting Chase Young, um, but yeah, I think uh, I think good business all round. To be fair, as Adam sort of said, Washington, I think looking a bit to the future. Um, but yeah, I won't mention the T word, but um, but yeah, good deals all around. what we'd like to see
0: this podcast will probably be a bit choppy and changey tonight because obviously the trades are coming through as we are talking this happens to us every year where the big trades happen when we're not on camera so more than likely nothing will happen now for the next 45 (laughs) minutes um on our group chat gareth smith obviously our uh, man behind the scenes big philadelphia eagles fan (laughs) good for you there buddy and uh sky has said though he's not joining us tonight. That's a one way stop to a free game losing streak uh, for the <laughs> Commanders. Um, sources are saying, per Adam Schefter, pick uh, uh, people like that, that this is a third round pick they've sent to the Washington Commanders, Andrew. Um, cheap. I mean, we know Young has had his injury problems. However, I mean, the 49ers is a, is a place to go where you've had injury problems and not really get them. I mean, Christian McCaffrey, injury in his whole career, been completely fine, really, in the 49ers. I know they've had injury woes in their history. Um, is this going to be the renaissance in his career that Jason was going to need? Someone who you loved coming out of college.
3: Yeah. And he's, uh, for me, I think he's been brilliant this season as well. Obviously lots of talks and not picking up the fifth option. Uh, is he still the same player, all of that. And then he's come out and he's been absolutely fantastic. Um, so yeah, he's, he's going to go over there and there's going to be no pressure on him to be the superstar as well, uh, because they've already got another one of them on the other end. So, uh, that should be fine for them. And I think, yeah, it's, it's a great acquisition for them. We saw what happened to them last week. And they've got Jags, Seahawks, uh, Eagles, Ravens, all to come. So uh, adding on that defence is just just propelling them and, and, and really pushing for them. Uh, I'd like to know what Adam's thoughts on this, are of them this, of, um, going out and just a- acquiring all these superstars. Do you think they're doing a bit of a, a Rams doing thing? doing the a
1: Rams. They're going for the mm. LA Rams thing. Yeah, absolutely disgusting. hate it every time. These bloody teams that come along, spending all the money, throwing it everywhere, just for a laugh. I do feel like it's a bit cheap, though.
3: Yeah, That's definitely. Oh, I thought Ram that because, because we were talking about this earlier. Cheap. And uh, we saw uh, sweat go for a second round, and I was like, wow, Chase is, is definitely surely worth more. Uh, apparently, not Montez sweat being 27 years old, and Chase Young being
0: only 24. Um, I can imagine, yeah, I, how how are the 49ers gonna, I mean, they, this is the push, right, Johnny? I mean, how are, they, how are they going to be able to retain all these players because there's some big contracts at San Francisco 49ers already. They're going to need to be, you know, who who is likely going to be like on the list of maybe getting cut, I suppose. Not cut, but maybe trade away or not getting that second contract over in the San Francisco 49ers.
2: Yeah, I mean, we know, we saw the, the, the Rams do something silly with, with Don Miller a couple of years ago, gave up. Um, I can't remember. I don't think it was high as um, a third round pick, but he only stayed for that run uh, to the season with his contract expiring. I'm wondering if a similar sort of thing could happen with Chase Young. It's not what I expect, but there's there's got to be someone, you know, there's got to be something to give. And I feel that the, the 49ers have had to, ha- you know, make a move uh, to get their season back on track. And, you know, there's so much expectation, I think, 3 weeks ago we were talking about this being you know we couldn't see any other team in the NFL uh, winning uh, winning the Super Bowl obviously very premature but um they really needed to do something and i think a, a big move like this you know it's obviously the, the the early um you know the early sort of reaction probably need to look at it in a bit more more detail but um but i think it's a, a positive move um and, you know, I'd quite like to see the Niners, you know, do, do, you know, continue to make moves this deadline, because I think, you know, they are at that stage making a move for someone who obviously, you know, has, has talent, but hasn't necessarily proved it. Andrew you know, mentioned he's had a great start to the season. Um, but yeah, this is this is really all in. And um, yeah, I'm looking forward to, to seeing what comes out in the next, next uh, couple of hours.
0: We will talk about the Washington Commanders in a moment because we'll we we'll talk more specifically about their team in a second. But we'll talk about the other trade that they've made today, which is for a second round pick, sending Montez Sweat, the 27-year-old edge rusher, on the other side of Chase Young to the Chicago Bears. Adam, you said you've not really been in NFL world today. You only just sort of heard about some of the trades from us when, before we got on camera. That was a move that you said seemed quite strange on the Bears' point of view.
1: Yeah, to me, it feels a bit weird. I mean, Montez Sweat is a very good player, but given his age, given the price, I mean, it's clear that the 49ers front office are clearly much more accomplished than the Bears front office are if they can uh, get a second round pick out of them for a guy who's like a couple of years older. So I, I find that strange. Um, I, don't, I mean, the Bears are clearly not in a win now mode. So I don't quite understand why you would uh, why you would go for someone like Sweat now. It, it, it seems strange to give up that second round pick, but um, yeah, I just I don't quite get it. it. Like I say, he's a bit old. He's not old, but he's a bit older, um, mm. and it's a, it's a high price for a guy who's twenty seven for a team that isn't competing.
0: And. When we look obviously, to the draft pick, second round pick, Andrew, they've given up this second round pick. Is that because they think we've got two first rounds? In, we've got top two top first round picks in the bag. We don't have to stick on them now. We can give up a second to get a bit better now with someone like Montez Sweat. I, I, the, the only thing in my mind is you see Chase Young go to the 49ers for a second and you took Montez Sweat for a second. I, In my brain, I go, Bears, why don't you take Chase Young for a second? rather than want to sweat that's the only thing I or third, yeah. I I mean that's the only thing that's confusing in my mind is if both of these tech players were on the table, why do the Bears target sweat over
3: Young? I mean he's not had the injuries, I'm guessing that's that's the he's you know he's been well established now every single year. Uh he's been there you know we we spoke about him being their actual best defender for quite a good portion over uh Chase Young with his injury woes so uh yeah they're they're getting a guy that they know is talented so they're not taking that risk of going to the draft and going we could use that second round pick on a gamble and perhaps it doesn't work out you know not every draft pick hits even when they're first rounds or second rounds this guy is a hit we know that so they've gone out and gone but you know the the bears gave up a second round pick last year at this point for Uh, Claypool didn't they so they're quite happy to just throw away that second round pick so uh, this is not a surprise Uh, that was an that was a reach and probably overpaid for him so this may be a reach and overpay but at least he's established and you know what you're going to get with him you know he's played well for lots of years now so uh, that's probably why. Like I said when you've got two top first round
0: picks in the bank, I mean, I don't know what it is now. I believe they're picking one and three at the minute. I could be wrong on that though. Sorry. After the weekend's and games, and they're not one anymore, and... are they? No, two are and they four. two and three?
1: Yeah,
0: um, so two and three. Um, I mean, they, they surely are probably thinking, well, we could move one of them picks down and draft if we really want to, and that because you know, we could earn back that's that second pick elsewhere in the draft. There'll be plenty. There's two very good quarterbacks coming out in this draft, and there's plenty of teams out there that are looking for a young quarterback. Um, Johnny, uh, the, the, the commanders dealing two of their top... Def- I saw something on Twitter, so someone on Twitter saying what would be considered as the baseline players, you know, like the foundations for this defence, and they've dealt both of them. And I know we sort of vaguely touched a moment ago on, on the T word... But it's interesting by the commanders that they look at their division. The Giants aren't exactly doing anything there. They've got the Eagles and the Cowboys who are both having tremendous seasons. What 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 do you think the cow? This they brought in the enemy last year. Feels like a little bit the era of Parrot and Ron Rivera. Um, what what do you think the, the mindset over there is for Washington?
2: Yeah, I think I, I think we're starting to see the the yeah the start of a little bit of a reset with with the Commanders. Obviously, first with the new ownership have come in there's been a lot of talk over Ron Rivera and i don't know i think many people in in the building are just trying to build the 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 the, the team the way they want perhaps um i think you know they've got some great pieces and I'm a little bit not, you know, not annoyed. I think it's, they've done decent business because we know both of these players um, are available and going into big contract years. Um, they've been able to recuperate, you know, some decent picks. Obviously, Chase Young has fallen down from the second overall pick that, that, that he acquired. But I think for now, it's all about making progress with Sam Howell. I think he looks a, a, a good quarterback. Um, I do think he um, is the player going forward. Um yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't see them. I, I don't want to get drawn into the the, the the T word too much. Obviously, there's a lot of quarterbacks coming out of college um, who look great. You know, we've mentioned okay, Williams, Drake May. If they can get into contention for someone like him, would be brilliant. Um, but, um, but yeah, I think I think it's just a little bit of a of a reset now for. Um, for, for the commanders, they've now got I think five picks in the first three rounds. Um, they've got you know the likes of Jonathan Allen and Payne as well locked in um, uh, on defense. So I think it's just building around those players. And if there was you know the concerns of young um, a sweat coming into a big contract year, uh, I think it's just making the right moves that, that, that suits um, you know the core pieces um, around. And I, and I feel yeah these two players who have moved on probably weren't um but um but yeah the commanders I think are still a, a, a decent team but I don't think they're going to be you know obviously with these moves they're not going to be a, a team that are, are trying to push um into into the into the in this year
0: and of course with this move it gives a really good opportunity for one of the UK's own FA Abada to really show up and and get some good game time this year as well so in a way congratulations to him um because it's going to, it's going to definitely uh, heighten the game time he gets. But, Andrew, when you look at the 49ers' defensive line now, I mean, chef just put out a tweet three minutes ago. Defensive line includes Nick Bosa, Chase Young, Javon Hargrave, Eric Armstead, Drake Jackson, Randy Gregory, Javon Kinlaw. I mean, watch out Philadelphia, right?
3: Yeah, definitely. Uh, stacked, you're going to be able to rest those players. You're going to be able to rotate them. You're going to be able to play loads of different sets um so yeah just uh, opens them up for for just going through that playoff going through this cold weather season you know they're they're a team that's coming from uh California so when they've got to make those trips over to the cold states when they got to Washington and places like that and and to Baltimore they're going to be able to rotate and keep healthy which is the key being able to play in bad weather is the key and and now's the time that you're gonna have to do it so uh it's the perfect time for this as well no, like we said any dra- any drafts,
0: any trades that happen live. We will be talking about and going over. Cage my IQ over on YouTube. Shout out him. Same Sam Howe is young and is showing some promise under Eric B. Eric B enemy. A lot of rumors, swirling rivers might be candid. Eric is the next guy now. I completely buy into that as well. I thought it was a very strange move him going for that position, uh, coordinate coordinated position over in Washington. I thought this he was pretty much primed to be a head coach. I think we all felt that way. And I think a lot of NFL fans felt that way, so we, it might not be too long before we see Eric NME, uh take the reins, and maybe he'll do it with a new quarterback as well. Come draft time in April, um, another trade that's happened today with the um, the sad news of Kirk Cousins now out with the year, with, out for the year, uh, torn Achilles. Horrible to see. He's been having a pretty decent year as well. Um the, the Minnesota Vikings have traded for Josh Dobbs from the Arizona Cardinals. A divisive quarterback that we've spoken about a little bit on this podcast, given that it felt like Colt McCoy was going to be the starter, because obviously Kyler's injury, Kyler's coming back now, so they're feeling like they can move on Dobbs. Um, Adam, obviously your team being in that division, um, how do you feel about this trade? I don't believe it was for a high pick. I think it was a sixth or a seventh. I'll have to go back to it. Uh, so the trader Josh Dobbs and a seventh received a sixth round pick. Just makes sense for the, the Cardinals. I mean, the, the rumour was that it was going to be James Winston going up to Minnesota. But this just makes sense, right?
1: Yeah, it makes sense. Um, he's obviously a very, you know, he's done well, is not he, at the Cardinals. And so it makes sense for him to continue uh, playing. The Cardinals are getting Kyler Murray back. Whether he plays uh, this coming up, this week coming up, I don't know. But he will be playing at some point. Uh, they drafted a quarterback as well. In Clayton Toon so he they're going to want to see what he can do Uh yeah it all kind of makes sense in in that regard and you know they get a pick out of it as well and the Vikings need a quarterback if they've got any chance of being able to do anything which to be honest I don't think they probably will but mm. I, I think they've got to look like they're trying to do something and so Dobbs is the sort of guy they can bring in and you know cousins is his contracts up isn't it at the end of the season so you know if if Dobbs does really well he can, might be able to play himself into a starting position and if he doesn't then they probably will be quite high in the draft so they can get another quarterback so hmm. that's probably their way they're looking at it in a bid to try and keep their season going.
0: I mean, uh, Andrew is our uh, college savant. He knows everything there is to know about college. And it's just been announced that uh, Vikings head coach, Kevin O'Connell, announced the Vikings plan to start rookie quarterback, Jaron Hall versus the Falcons. The dogs will not be starting on Sunday. Uh, Jaron Hall, player that you've seen playing?
3: Know much about him? I, I mean, throw you in the deep end here, I admit. You can say no. <laughs> well, yeah, it was one of those guys that was uh, quite hyped up at the back end of the year uh, coming into the draft. You know, a lot of people were... We're talking about talking about him and saying that he just he's, he's got a good ability i think he's only going to be ever a backup he showed some good uh, skills at college in terms of uh his passing and his accuracy and something like that he's not the most mobile but uh yeah you're gonna have to play him for one week aren't you you're gonna have to get let uh climb acclimatized to uh the playbook the roster the guys everything like that like he did when he moved over to arizona so you know he's going to have to play one game, and I think I know, is it against it's against the Falcons. So um yeah, you know there's there's it's probably the Robbie right time
1: playing against the Falcons, don't they? Isn't that, <laughs> that's the new rule. Well, yeah, you,
3: you know you can expose their weaknesses. So I'm sure we'll probably talk about that later, <laughs> won't we? Um So yeah, for the Vikings it's the right, it's the right choice, isn't it for him? He, he's got he's got this cousins wasn't the most mo- mobile, was he? he? Was an accurate passer. So um, you know I think he can do a job. It's just the fact that he is a rookie and hasn't had a lot of snaps in there. So that could be a bit of a danger. But uh, yeah, he's going to be serviceable.
0: Like I said, we may be zigging and zagging in this podcast because of the trade deadline day. But we will look at some of the games that did happen over the weekend. And actually, we'll we'll talk about, I suppose, rookies. I mean, uh, the Carolina Panthers, Johnny, getting their first win of the season. Did we think it was ever going to happen? I mean... There may be some doubters out there, I suppose. Uh, Being the Houston Texans, fifteen to thirteen. Um, was it a bit of a like? There was a massive bug that's just flown right in front of me, but completely <laughs> threw me off. There, <laughs> it was huge as well. Um, <laughs> um, so yeah, a big, big uh, win for the Carolina Panthers. Um, are you satisfied as a Panthers fan now? But with your one win and your no first round pick and. And, and how the state of the team is at the minute?
2: I think so. I think the there's been so much pressure on the Panthers ever since they made that incredible trade for the, the, the Bears' um, first overall pick. Um, giving up that much, um, bringing in, you know, going for Bryce Young, obviously bringing in a new head coach, a new era in, in Carolina. There's obviously going to be so much pressure um, on everyone. And, you know, Expecting a, a rookie quarterback yet? Yeah. Okay, the one of the best players that come that have come out of college, um you know, to to, to start straight away. I, th- I think yeah, it, it obviously has taken a while, and and young, um I think looked very shaky starting on. But I think what what I noticed in this game, okay, it wasn't the prettiest game, but. The way he was able to manage um, not just the, the the game-winning drive, which set up the field goal, uh, there was also a really good um, uh, drive at the end of the first half where he was able to manage the clock, um, which led to, to a touchdown. I can't remember who it was who it was from, but um, but yeah, he looked at a, a really competent quarterback um, on um, on Sunday. Um, yeah, the Panthers. Panthers needed. I think everyone, um, you know, there's been a lot of talk around, you know, uh, Frank Reich and the the, the owner uh, David Tepper as well, um, which is I think just added so much pressure onto um, onto Young. Um, but um, but yeah, much needed. Um, I think they've just you know they've got to build build on this and, and, and try and be competitive in, in, in the FC South. Um, I, yeah, I don't think they are going to be um, a team that, are, you know, going to necessarily kick on from this, you know, securing victories. But I think I'd be more, you know, having Bryce Young as, as, as one of my quarterbacks in one of my fantasy leagues, I've been keeping a bit of an eye on him the last couple of weeks. Um, and I think he's making, you know, positive strides. Yeah, CJ Stroud has obviously been the, the, the guy who's everyone's been uh, been talking about, but um but yeah, I'm sure. You know, he's yeah. We're only you know weeks into his NFL career. um This guy was picked number one overall for it for a reason. I'm sure he's going to come good, and I think he showed a bit of his talent on um, on Sunday with uh, yeah the big win for the Panthers.
0: I am going to go back into the, the deep dive of knowledge of Andrew's college mind because obviously you watched a lot of Bryce Young at college. Do you think what has been the problem with Carolina and Bryce? Bryce been playing. I, I mean, I have to admit, I've not watched loads of Bryce particularly. Do you think it's been teething problems? Do you think it's team problems? Do you think it's coaching problems? Has it been entire team problems? How much has maybe laid on the lap of Young's transition from college to the
3: NFL? Everyone's going to have a teething issues. Uh, making that step from college to NFL is a, is a massive step. Like I said at the start, not everybody is a, is a hit in the draft. You know, there's always going to be busts. And especially when it's at the most important position, it's highlighted even more. But I loved him at college. Um you know, very accurate, very good passer, very good in the pocket, uh, ticked all the boxes for me Baris, Baris height. Personally, I think it's a Frank Reich issue. Um, you know, I, I don't rate him, I don't like him. And I think he saved his job by this win as well, proving that, you know, Young beat Stroud. But the really funny thing about it is, uh, the weeks leading up to this game, he handed the play call in over to Thomas Brown, the offensive coordinator. Uh, and we saw a better Bryce Young. So is Frank Reich the problem? Because <laughs> now now we're saying Bryce Young looked better, more positive. We saw some glimpses of what he can do, prove why he was the first round pick. So maybe got a Frank Reich issue.
0: Well, Cage my IQ back on the comments and has had a lot of comments. And thank you for them. Always appreciate the interaction on there. Um, There's this one. Carolina don't have the playmakers and their running game hasn't been helpful in making the transition easier. Do you agree with that statement, Adam?
1: Yeah, Sanders hasn't had a good season at all. He's really Mm -hmm. struggled. Um, The O-line hasn't been fantastic. So they haven't been able to get the lanes for the running backs to go through. Uh, I think Hubbard's done pretty well but um, Sanders has really struggled, and that was a big acquisition that they brought in. Um, when it comes to playmakers, I mean, obviously, Jonathan Mingo is, uh, you know, he's a rookie as well. So it's it's basically everything Andrew said about Bryce Young. It's kind of the same for him being a rookie. It's tough coming in. Um, and then you've got Adam Phelan, who is... A veteran who is sort of coming towards the end of his career but has shown that he's still decent but he's only decent because there's nothing else to stop him Mm -hmm. from getting the ball you know this is the thing so I think that's half the problem it's something that I think we all kind of felt was going to be a potential issue coming into the season because they gave up so much for the quarterback that they couldn't get any receivers as well so yeah, it's
3: not really a surprise. I think when uh, we're talking about players from college and coming in and the transition, I think it's it's good to point out the fact that Bryce Young came from Alabama, uh, and the team that he was on when he was there, uh, they've got a great O line, they've got multiple weapons at wide receiver and at running back. Um, so when they're going into the majority of their games. They're going in as the favourite. They're going the as the best team. So there's not going to be loads of pressure on him. He's got all the weapons. So I think when you then go to one of the worst teams in the NFL and there's multiple NFL guys flying at you, like Adam says, the O-line hasn't been up to scratch. The run game's not quite worked. You've got all the best people when you're at Bama. So I think it's so much harder for the guys from the bigger colleges to come in and make an instant impact. I think that's why you see a lot of the uh the guys from some of the smaller schools that have fit the attributes come in and do better like um well, i won't say any names because i'm sure uh, i'll get slandered for saying them but you see you know, the smaller school guys come in and, they, and they, they they've got a chip on the shoulder and they've, they've played against teams where they haven't had the time and i think that's one of the reasons why you've got to remember he's a Bama guy who who are the best of the best usually mm-hmm. We're one of the best head coaches and college head coaches of all time as well. Um, Another
0: trade happened, but not one we'll probably deep dive into. But uh, the Browns are trading their wide receiver, Donovan Peoples-Jones, to the Detroit Lions, or from all the best of luck in Detroit. Um, From talking about rookies, I suppose, we might as well talk about one particular rookie. Once dubbed the mayonnaise master, back once again with the mayonnaise master, back once again with the bad behaviour. The gross <laughs> behavior, some may say. Um, and that's Will Levis beating the Atlanta Falcons, uh, 28 to 23 for the Tennessee Titans. A player we didn't get to see play in London. Um, he is again coming up against uh, his like uh, 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 like mate. I don't know if he's uh, no, the draft partner with Kenny Pickett. So is that he's playing against Kenny Pickett this Thursday night against the Steelers. Um, Again, not watched the highlights of this game yet. Uh, anyone want to want to take lead on this? Will Levis looking pretty. I saw him throw a bomb to D. Yeah. Well, I I think I
2: think he th- I think three of his um his touchdown passes were were very similar plays, and uh yeah, I think that was that was the main his his ability to throw the ball um you know long distance was was one of the big takeaways I think we had from him coming out of college. So I think it was a you know really good um coaching um you know decision to, to you know the playing on the strengths of, of of levis on on his debut um, yeah he looked fantastic it was brilliant to see but i'm, I'm really forward to seeing him for the rest of the season how he can get on on, on thursday um yeah i think in this game particularly the you, you know the falcons are um are quite aggressive and i think that helped levis in particular to to, to be able to get the ball downfield um to hopkins but yeah, it's just very exciting for 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 the Titans fans. I think the you know obviously Tannehill um, for the last couple of years has, has regressed quite um, quite starkly. So you know having a young project um, to come in and, and and get get going straight away um, is, is is very exciting for everyone to get to get on about. Um, yeah, I think you know it's. We don't want to, you know, in the NFL, everything can change week by week. I don't want to jump on the bandwagon and be say, you know, say Will Levis is going to be, you know, a, a top 10 quarterback by the end of the year, that sort of thing. Um, let's see what he can do against, I think, a better, um, um, you know, Steelers his defence. Um, um, yeah, I, I think there's there's probably, you know, going to have to be a, a lot of game plan changes. I don't think he was put in a position where he was, you know, uh, at threat against against the Falcons, uh, and I think that could easily happen uh, a bit more against against the Seals. But yeah, fantastic win for the the Titans, and it looks like they've got um, yeah a good uh, a good young stud uh, that they can build around for the the next decade or so. Hopefully,
0: yeah. you heard it here first. Johnny Bisbee said Will Levis will be a top ten quarterback by the end of the year. That's <laughs> exactly I what is it said <laughs> here. I have uh, two witnesses here that will attest to that idea uh adam uh, just a, just a bit of luck or do you think this might be the start of something for will Evans?
1: i was surprised because i was surprised more by the falcons i i mm. felt they had improved defensively a little bit and i was surprised that they were beaten so easily over the top compared to i mean last year they struggled in that area but they brought in some some all right corners and safeties, and I felt they'd done pretty well this season, so that surprised me. Um, but when it comes to Levis, I mean, as Johnny said, three of his touchdowns were all bombs over the top to D Hop. Um, that can be stopped, and mm. if if that's your game and that is all your game is, then that can be stopped. I feel, and so that's a potential problem. They need to basically we need to see more is essentially what it is when it comes to Levis and and see what he can do. Everyone knows he's got a strong arm. That's something that we all came out and said when he came out of college, that he had a strong arm, but whether he can sort of do more and sort of like more short passes and slant routes and stuff like that for the, for these receivers that to be honest, the receiving core is not great either. So that's a concern. Um, yeah, he, he could be very good, but I would probably temper enthusiasm a little bit.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, i tell you who he won't struggle to go over the top against, and that's my Pittsburgh Steelers because we can't we couldn't cover a <laughs> loaf of a slice of bread with butter, mate. We are dire, dire at the back end. Um, like uh, Johnny says. The Falcons' defense very different to the Pittsburgh Steelers' defense. Obviously, like I've just been to, we've not been very good at the back end, not been good at covering, been blown open so many times. But our pass rush threat is ten times better than the Atlanta Falcons is. Do you think it? This do you think he'll be able to adapt to a, a new game plan against a defense that is very, very uh, different to the Atlanta Falcons?
3: Yeah, I mean, I slagged off uh, Frank Reich earlier, so I'm going to big up a coach here. Great coaching from v- Vrabel. Just perfect coaching, you know. Uh, he leaned on Levis' strengths massively, you know. He went in there and just went, what do you do? Great, you throw bombs. Just throw bombs. He never had to do any of the dink and dunk. He never had to go through progression and reads and things like that. He just all arm. Um, and I think what he did, He'd obviously seen tape. Adam said that he'd seen good stuff from the Falcons. But from tape in previous, we saw the the Texans and CJ Stroud go over the top on some plays and beat them. They're very aggressive when it comes to pass rush. And if you are aggressive with the pass rush, you're going to leave those big bombs over the top, especially when you've got D-Hop running uh, against the the players in the back. So um, I'm not sure whether you're going to see loads of that because we've seen it once now. People are going to think that's all there is. So Vrabel's going to come up with a new game plan. You know, he's still got the two quarterbacks that he can use. I think you're going to see another, uh, a different game plan, some different styles against your Steelers especially. Um, But what I do like about this is this now opens the run game up massively for the Titans. I don't think we're going to see Derek Henry go anywhere because if you've now got the threat of someone throwing big bombs over the top, are you going to send everybody in pass rush I don't think so. So you might see uh, Derek Henry uh, getting a few more big runs because they're not all just going, well, what, what did they used to do? Give it to Derek Henry or small passes from uh, Tannehill. Nothing exceptional. So you might see a bit more from uh, from from Derek Henry now.
0: Yeah, absolutely can't wait. It's so enthusiastic to see it. <laughs> Either D-hop getting bombs or Henry running down a throat. I can't, yeah, cannot <laughs> wait. Um, or we might have some cover. You never know. We might as well jump on a, a few of the trade rumors because you sort of alluded it to there because either I'm going to have Derek Henry run down my throat with the Titans this Thursday or I was going to get Derek Henry traded to the Ravens and get him for the next like three years, twice every year. Um, but then the Steelers are in conversation as well with uh, Jalen Johnson, the cornerback in Chicago, who has said that he wants to be traded away. Um, latest rumors are the Steelers and the Eagles are in on him. Um, anyone want to head up this, really? Jalen Johnson, a pretty decent corner, still young. Um, Not sure how young, come to think of it. Former former first-round pick as well.
1: Or am I making that so, up? So, the Bears want to get rid of a corner, but they've bought in sweat. Hmm. Yeah, logic. Does anyone want to help me? Does anyone <laughs> at all? So he's, he's
0: 24 years old and he, he went in the second round. It and we not, spent, they want to get older.
3: We spent how many years saying that the Bears needed to draft cornerbacks, get better in the secondary? Yeah. You know, at the point when we were saying this, they had some good people up front. They still yeah. had um, Khalil Mack and uh, Hicks, didn't they? Um, Ro- Ro- Roquan Smith as well. Yeah, yeah. So when we were saying that, we're like, they need strength at the back. They need to get better in the in the secondary. They need to get better in second. And now they're. Letting them go? <laughs> I don't know. That's, Do it's, they're just bored? Well, I think it's more he it's not, wants to go, doesn't it? He? He's requested yeah, to go, yeah. doesn't he? I think he's just okay. fed up of uh, being in that organisation because it, it doesn't help any youngsters.
0: Mm. Yeah. Uh, it's, well,
3: speak, speaking of someone who's probably a little bit bored because he's a bit bored
0: of not having great gameplay that he once did have with uh, a very familiar team to Adam, Devontae Adams, big, big rumours. He's going to be on the move. Where's he going to go? The Jets. The Jets. Are you yeah, going 12. to see him at the Jets?
2: I'd like to see either well, either either one of the 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 Raiders receivers who's been been touted for a move, uh, Renthro or, or Adams. Obviously, Adams will be absolutely exceptional. I, I can't see it happening. I think you know the the. The the two big positions that the the Jets have needed to address uh, a a row line and I think adding another playmaker in the defense looks looks brilliant with you know hypotherm but yeah I think just building around Zach Wilson I think against. The Giants, the, the O-line look pretty, very weak. Um, there was, you know, lots of rumours on, on Jets Twitter today of a guy called um, Ezra Cleveland who is at the Vikings. I think he's just been traded to the the Jaguars, the Jaguars which is yeah. which is a bit disappointing uh, because I'm not sure that there will be any other, you know, particularly young um, uh, O-linemen um, available for, for the Jets to go out and recruit. But, um yeah, I think the Jets definitely need a definitely need a, a playmaker as well. Um, um, not too not too fussed that we missed out on Donovan Peoples Jones, although that would have been quite a nice uh, quite a nice little addition. Uh, but yeah, if we can get Devontae Adams, I think we're you know what would you give up for him? You know, second, um, possibly a first. I don't know. I think it's well. I think well. How old is he now? He's, he's approaching thirty. It's probably going to be an expensive one, but um, I mean. At this stage I'm I'm all there for it. Adams will uh uh Rogers will be back in in a few weeks if uh, if that happens. So uh
0: <laughs> funny I'm, how his Achilles injury could just disappear yeah. <laughs> when Devontae Adams rolls up in New York. <laughs> um what do you what do you reckon, Andrew? Where do you reckon do you reckon Adams is it, is it all smoke or is there some fire to this? What do you reckon?
3: Well, it's another guy that wants out, isn't it? So, uh, uh, I don't know. I haven't really looked enough into it to see who can afford him because it's easy for me to sit here and go, Chiefs need him uh, because they do. They need a a wide receiver one because they can't lean on a rookie uh, and Rashi Rice, To you know, he had that drop. um, So, you know, they need a a cemented guy. I could equally sit here and say Bills could do with uh, someone else as well, but... I don't know who's got the space for, it. you know, right. it's more today that, that it's, it's all been rumbling that he's going. So um... a
0: very, very quick research for you. Very quick. So he's on a five year contract. When did he go? He went two years ago, right? Yeah. Just last yeah. year, wasn't it? No. Two no, years ago. Two average years. salary 20, 28, he was on a 140 million contract which goes his base salary has gone up this year to six mil It then next year goes up to 16 next year goes up to 35 for two years so that so you're taking on a three-year contract worth what further uh, about 80 mil and then let's have a look at who's got who's got room in the cap let's have a look over the cap
1: what hmm. did you say the first year was
0: so this year's six
1: okay So the thing is is the Raiders are probably take on some of that as well. mm -hmm. So it's like it it wouldn't be too bad.
0: So I don't know. I I I this is from over the cap, which they tend to be pretty good with their how updated they are on stuff. The cap space, now this has definitely changed. Uh is the 49ers have 39 mil in cap space. That's the top that's how have they got 39 mil?
3: (laughs) But they um, haven't they they don't pay a quarterback.
0: Yeah, that. Yeah, next Browns, all the the luxuries. Then it's the Cardinals with eleven mil, and then it's well, the Browns are thirty-five, Cardinals are eleven, Bengals with ten, Titans with ten. I mean, the Bills with four million. Uh, I mean, they they, yeah, I mean, they can move some stuff around to get him to the six million this year, then cut players to carry on his contract after, but then they can take that on. The problem is, in the NFL, everything can be moved so fluidly, can't it? Like, we see that on paper like that, but they can just move stuff around so well to be able to accommodate contracts out of nowhere. But um, I, think it's other, unlikely
2: he,
3: I think it's Go. unlikely he moves, really, because that who, someone's getting sacked if he goes, surely, because the, the, the rebuild then for what they've got left is every position bar Max Cosby.
1: Yeah, I mean McDaniel's is getting sacked anyway, so you know, <laughs> might as well just speed up the process. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> is there
0: any, any other rumours you've been hearing about? Well, I mean, a... oh,
2: go on, sorry, Andrew.
3: I got a I got a quick one that uh, obviously is related to the, the Giants. The Giants, I, I believe, were trying to work out a trade with the Bills for a Dory Jackson. Um, hmm. I'm not sure what that looks like, but obviously that they, they could. Adore Jackson's great, great cornerback would help out the Bills in their secondary. Uh, no, things haven't worked out for Alam, have they? Um, the guy from Florida. Uh, so there might be a bit of a, a swap involved there. But Giants doing deals with the Bills seems to be uh, a go-to <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> thing uh, with the connections that they all have. So I could possibly see that one happening. <laughs> Um, in the
0: comments, we've had a uh, KJM IQ comment again saying, Adams has an out in his contract after next year. He's only near two of his deal. Um, and we've also had uh, Gavin Burnett. Um, thank you for commenting. Mo- Darnell Mooney to Kansas City could be on the table.
1: Dear God, why? Why would they want Darnell Mooney? No, it's just But they didn't do with... much. They did loads with not much last year. MVS, Juju. like. Well, then there's no point. You might as well stay yeah. with what you got. Mm, They just brought back McCall Hardman. Yeah, exactly. There's no no need. You've either got to go and get yourself someone really top-notch or don't bother. There's no point. You might as well just sort of go back in the draft again. Um, Darnell Mooney has struggled with injuries and has struggled for this season. Um, And I, I think you can see, can't you, with the Bears, although... They have not been the greatest offence. DJ Moore has shown that you can still get a decent amount out of that offence. And Darnell Mooney could not do that. So I don't think it would be something the Chiefs would be interested in. Mm. Not to destroy the point. (laughs) Oh, something just popped up and now I've
0: lost it on Twitter, but it wasn't anything that interesting, I don't believe. Um, What about what did you? what to say about your jets, Johnny? You've heard some rumors as well, big ones? Well, well, no, I've just, classically, no trade, big trades happen whilst we've been on air outside like the field <laughs> 10 seconds before. So that's irritating. And I guarantee after we get off, within 30 seconds of coming off, there's going to be a big move.
2: Well, D- Dalvin Cooks being a player who I, I think was obviously a very, um, you know, hyped up hyped up deal when he joined the Jets, and he has done next to nothing since since arriving. Mm-hmm. He's another player that wants out. Um, yeah, I think he could be picked up for for. I think this is this is a, a type of deal where yeah, he he will be picked up for quite. Um, a, a, a low draft pick. I, I can't imagine that any team will be giving up. I, I can really see him going on the on the move to someone who um, you know needs to have a, a running back and is looking to you know get into that uh, playoff sort of contention. Uh, seen a few things about Houston maybe going for him. Not sure I buy, buy that, but yeah, he could definitely be someone who maybe not even not even um, you know if the Jets want to make some moves, he could be someone who's cut completely um, if they can't find a partner. Because uh, yeah, I think they've got. Uh, better runners and he's he, he, he's um yeah moving down the um the, the death chart week by week as it sounds so um yeah just another one from from uh, from gangrene.
0: You cut him and get to Monty Adams There you go. There you go. We've all worked out. <laughs> Joe Douglas completed it, buddy. Um, in typical fashion, as we knew what that would happen, no big trades whilst we're on there, apart from chasing one, like I said. Um, Andrew, Adam, Johnny, thank you very much for joining us. We have got our eyes towards this weekend game for are in Frankfurt, Germany. Exciting times that's going to be. Um, we'll probably cover more of the Frankfurt game um, on the next show. Seems the game just happened. Obviously, a lot's happened today. So we wanted to cover that more. Um, but thank you very much for the comments tonight. That's been really great. We really appreciate that and keep that up for sure. But until then, have a good rest of your week. Hopefully there'll be some more exciting tweets along the way tonight. Make sure you keep your eyes peeled on the phone. And until then, see you next.